Insurance Plus. This is Doug. I'll help you. Yeah, can I speak to John, please? Uh, who's calling, please? Yeah, it's Joey Gingola. Okay, just a second. Thank you. Hello, this is John. John, this is Joey Gingola. How you doing? Good, man. What's up? Not much. How are you? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Let's get into it. Um, mostly auto and homeowners. I hear that a lot. That was my good buddy, John Stewart of Bill Quickle's Insurance Plus Agencies down in Pomeroy, Ohio. And yes, John is a man of few words, and I appreciate that very much about him. And what John is talking about, we were just having a quick kind of get to know each other as we're kind of working into this conversation here. Just talking about what, what do you guys like to do in the agency? Pretty common question. And again, I hear this, this pretty frequently, you know, auto, home personal lines, that sort of thing. And and this is where I'll normally just kind of pause and, and, and wait and see if anything else kind of happens, as said, uh, because I'm, I am hoping that what we're going to be talking about uh, is really going deeper, right? Adding that second or possibly third layer, dealing with, especially, especially when we're dealing with home and auto, uh, again, is it First-time homebuyers, that's a pretty popular thing. Um, is it, you know, again, high net worth, homebuyers, really anything that just takes it a step further beyond just saying auto and homeowners because that means really everybody. And, you know, this is one of the things, and I'm not picking on John here because this is this is very common amongst you know many of the conversations I, I have is it's just you know there's there's a certain you got to figure out if you're talking to everybody you're talking to nobody sort of thing that kind of thing and um and just because you get specific talking to a, a, a group of people doesn't mean that everyone else is going to automatically ignore you it just makes it easier to find the people to start you know the initial conversation with and then from there it's anybody's game right and that's where I think things get interesting. And we're going to hear, you know, kind of throughout this, these, these few snippets of, of conversation with John is, you know, they're, they're, they're in that process, right? And I think, again, out of all of the conversations I've had, the, the, the agents that get serious about, or the agencies, they get serious about narrowing this down are, are really make it just easier for themselves. So, let me put it this way. I guess this is where it comes down to is that the the idea of the auto and home, uh, and, and we're going to get to the kind of the, the breakdown here, is it's not always going to be the same message for everyone, right? It's not, hey, we want to sell auto and home to everybody. There's going to be segments and slices within there that you're going to need to talk differently to those individual people what is going to really bring them in what's going to resonate and and pushing you know further and further down that process really thinking deeply in, i guess about those people who they are what they do is very important to just really making it easy on yourself to know where to find them how to find them and what needs to be said to them to get their attention to 
you know, again, listen to what you're saying, because again, everybody is saying, hey, 15% could save you, blah, whatever, gross. Or again, hey, auto and home, did you know that if you combine your auto and home, you get a discount? Yeah, we all know that. So it's how do you figure out that spectrum? How many slices do you need? How many slices do you want? And then things really start to get interesting. Right? We're right here on the river, so we're like right across from West Virginia. Well, I guess anywhere from 18 to, I don't know, we haven't really had a full discussion on it, but I'm guessing anywhere from 18 to 50-some. That is a wide range of people. That was John's response. I think I was talking about, you know, what's the age range? Is there something more specific? And he said 18 to 50-something, right? And that's that's a lot of people for auto and home in, you know, a couple counties. And I don't know about you, but that 18-year-old, if you do, you know, want them, whatever, uh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to resonate, it's going to relate to a a much different message than the 50-year-old. And you don't need to have them both happening at the same time all at once. It's picking and choosing those battles where the most profitable business is coming from. Again, identifying, do you want to, uh, again, acquire a bunch of, you know, young personal lines business that's going to mature with you and, and you know, kind of bet on your retention and your ability to cross sell all of those fun things as they mature as clients. Or do you want to get those those heavy hitters in now, uh, maybe with the kids in, in high school, a couple teen drivers, that's a nice premium, multiple cars, a decent sized house, maybe a, a toy or two, a boat, a jet ski, a, a, a motorcycle, something. And, and is that the is that the direction, right? I, you know, there's there's many, many, many ways to, to go about it. It's really just deciding which one you're most interested or excited or just to, you know able to really handle. Uh, again, is it the first time home buyer? Is it getting in on that first house and, and, and building that relationship? Is it just wanting the house and forgetting the auto? So many different questions that you need to ask yourself. And it's really, and, 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 and you might be saying to yourself, well, well, Joey, this is, of course I know this, but uh, I've seen it work really any way. It's just the the, the common denominator. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've, I've mentioned this before. The common denominator amongst them all is just picking one and, and going all in on it and, and focusing obsessively on it. That's the biggest differentiator, in my opinion, is not wavering, uh, the ability to focus. And here's the other thing, too. So John, and, and I got to give Bill a ton of credit, You know, John was brought in to do the marketing. He's a he's a marketing guy. He's a dedicated marketing guy in the agency, um, and it's a, and it's a it's a relatively small agency, uh, you know, down in southern Ohio. And I, you know, Bill is thinking way out ahead on this, and that's fantastic. And actually, I think John is in the process of of going to get his health and life health and life license. Fantastic as well. We need a few more on on this side of the team, anyways. Uh, but. Uh, uh, that's fantastic that Bill is kind of you know thinking down the road and bringing somebody in to really just think about this a lot. But these are the conversations that need to happen. I think a little bit more frequently, a little bit more in depth is, you know, uh, you know, John said very subtly there, we haven't had, you know, a, a detailed conversation beyond this, but it needs to kind of get to that level. These are the questions that, you know, the marketing folks need to be asking the insurance guys and the insurance guys need to be providing the marketing folks is that, you know, two or three tiered kind of uh, stat list, if you will, of the people that you're trying to do business with, because uh, there's so many ways that you can do it. 
and you know line of business is one uh you know age demographic is another and let's certainly not forget location well i think you know his goal is to be able to sell across the state but we've we've got this county and i'm guessing maybe a few in the surrounding counties now this is where things really get interesting and i think the biggest challenge comes and where i generally get the most pushback is I don't know the population density of the surrounding counties that you know John's agency is, uh, you know, has really at their disposal at arm's length. But that's the most obvious kind of, you know, uh, initial reaction and how we've always been conditioned to sell is just look right around. It's just stop, spin, turn around in a circle, and okay, here we go. I got it. I got it. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But again, it's just knowing that, deciding it, going all in, and and really just. Again, we I think I did an episode with Michelle Linka a while back. You know, you know, she like just wanted to be the person in that area to do that thing, and that's great. And Michelle was in a much more densely populated area in Southern Florida around Miami, so it's a little bit of a different uh, situation, I think, than maybe Southern Ohio. I don't know. I've heard they're comparable, possibly, maybe like five days a year weather-wise. But the th- the thing to keep in mind with this is you know what get what becomes a challenge is it doesn't have to be just those two counties when you're when you're marketing your agency online it doesn't have to just be those couple counties if it is great go all in and blow it up like we had mentioned in the podcast with Michelle just go nuts make it impossible for people to not know who you are i mean it's it's kind of it feels weird or maybe i mean but you know, different restaurants, you know, be out in the community, creating tons of content, doing events, uh, just do stuff that gets attention. And that's a little vague. And, and I don't know that I want, you know, I, we don't necessarily maybe have time in this podcast episode to go too deep into like what that might look like, but just really anything that is going to speak to, again, those people, whether it's the, you know, the 18 to, you know, 25 year olds, whatever. I don't, I was, I get, for example, all right, for example, I was just sitting at, at, at a restaurant, a local kind of restaurant. They got a couple of locations here in Northeast Ohio. And it was like three o'clock or something. And like, there was like five people in there. I'm like, you know, if I'm, if I'm looking at this as a restaurant owner, uh, believe me, I think I'll bring this home. Uh, if I'm looking at this as a restaurant owner, I'm thinking, you know, I've got, you know, whatever it is after lunch until the dinner crowd comes in. And even then dinner on a you know weeknight might be a little sparse until the drinking crowd comes in and who knows what's happening events wise. But you know, just thinking about, again, getting specific enough to think about those blocks of time and who might be able to occupy it. And, you know, I always had this idea in college. I, I never quite got there. But I, anyways, here we go. What, I, what I'm getting at here is, again, if I'm a restaurant owner and I want my restaurant filled from, we'll say, three to six, I'm going to maybe make that atmosphere more um, friendly for, like, maybe high school kids. Maybe I, I'm going to have... Uh, maybe some video game tournaments. I've got a ton of TVs around the bar. Uh, give a place where kids can come after school, play some games. You're saying, well, kids aren't going to spend money. They're just going to drink free water. I don't know, man. I mean, I know I had a lot of disposable income back in the day, and I certainly would take an order of soft pretzels after school. Again, maybe some incentives, whatever. I don't know. Maybe that's not the crowd that you want, but I'm sure you're going to sell more than the five people that are there. If you pack that place with a bunch of kids, uh, becomes kind of a spot a little bit. You know, Maybe you pick up some weekend business. I, I'm, again, that's a, that's a, that's just an example I had in my head um, 
you know, from yesterday. But that's where an insurance agency can come in and do something similar, right? Like let make dedicate yourself to doing something consistently enough and make it a, an awesome thing. Um, another idea, again, this is I gave this to. We have in my hometown uh, a lift bridge. And there's a bunch of businesses on the streets. We call it, it's actually East Fifth Street or something, but we call it Bridge Street. Imagine that, very creative. Ton of local businesses, older time buildings, and it's a really cool vibe, atmosphere. And if you're in town, and I guess we're going to get into this because why not? But if you're in town, um, the bridge goes up like every half hour to let boats in and out to go from the river on, out onto Lake Erie. And, uh, and, and we avoid this. Like we know, like, like I remember just growing up, my grandparents oh, the bridge is going to go up in five minutes. We can't go down bridge street. So you would go around because you didn't want to sit and wait for the bridge. And I gave this to the business owners. Like they have like a little like meeting and I presented this to them like three or four years ago. I can't even remember. I was like, listen, like let's turn this from, you know, like something people avoid to make it something that people like run to. Right. And Again, the idea was there's a bunch of businesses. There's a couple ice cream stores. There's a coffee place. There's a couple restaurants. And during the summer, when the bridge goes up, it's warm. Uh, maybe it doesn't have to be every single time. But what if you know? Again, people sitting in their car, you just kind of handed out some free samples. Again, a little maybe little mini hamburger slider, maybe a little ice cream sample, a little mini coffee cup, whatever it is. Right? You can you can sample new flavors, new things. Uh, again, it's just a free promotion. You have a captive audience. And that's something that instead of people avoiding the bridge, they would actually, some people, they would plan their dinner around it and be like, yo, we got to catch the bridge because I'm hungry and I'm not paying for dinner. And I, I gave that to them and nobody ever really did anything with it. But, you know, that's something the, the news stations would pick up on. Oh, you know, this place in Ashtabula, Ohio uh, gives out free whatever. And I'm sure there's logistics and there's there's a whole bunch of things to work around. But that's something that is very unexpected that if you committed to it for any extended period of time, if, the, if an insurance company, if an agency got involved, organized it, again, we can't hand out free samples of insurance, but again, you can put yourself in the mix there, right? You can think of things that are creative that uh, just really get a ton of attention and make people stop and turn something that is a negative into a positive. And that's, I guess, what I'm thinking about here. I, I, we got way off. I mean, this is probably one of the deepest rabbit holes we, we got down. But you know that's that's exactly what I think what we're talking about when we're we're saying identifying people and that's again that was just a local example of how if you want to be the person in your town think of something like that be a part of it mix it up get it started and do something really cool that people talk about but even even just to wrap this up because we're going a little long but to wrap this up the idea that you can expand beyond those two counties is certainly within your reach right it's certainly within what you are capable of doing and don't be afraid of it right. You have the whole state. You have multiple states. Let let the proximity of interest dictate, you know, where you're going to sell it, not just the actual physical proximity, right? Again, I did or way back when I did. I, we've I put a couple sample interviews, not sample, just like I used a couple old interviews from a a podcast that I did back in the day called Fearlessly Questioning, uh, and I did I did an episode Fearlessly Questioning Proximity, talking about you know we we have the ability to create relationships uh, across vast distances now. And it's not even, it's not the, you know, it's the proximity of the topic of the interest of the thing versus the actual physical proximity in some cases, or sometimes it is the, the, the proximity of the physical relationship that is the only common denominator. And once that's removed, then there is nothing else much like, you know, maybe friends from college where you were friends only because it was convenient and they were just the door over from you in the, in the same hallway. It wasn't, didn't take a lot, a lot of effort to hang out with this person. 
uh, just the idea of proximity. What is that proximity? What do you want to create uh, proximity around? And it's not just physical. It's not just geographical. So I think that's what it is. I, th I think that's where, again, this has been all over the place. It's been fun, though, because I haven't been on a tangent rabbit hole like that for, for a while. But um, again, do the home and auto. Do it for a lot of different people, but make sure that you have you know very specific messages for those people. Really dive in. Really give guidance to where that, that value needs to be given, who you're talking to specifically. And don't be afraid to just decide who, where, and when you want to do the business with those people. That's it. I generally try not to infringe on the way people live their lives, mainly because who am I to judge unless that infringement is somehow going to directly impact the way that I live my life. And that's when I feel sometimes it's, it's okay to at least maybe pass a little judgment quietly inside your own head and it never happens more than when I find myself in an airport because I'm always fascinated with what people classify as minimum travel attire and what that generally I understand traveling is not generally fun and it's you want to be comfortable I get it you want to be comfortable when you're traveling because there's no not a whole lot of space and when it really just comes down to it sometimes is you're just looking around and you're, you're doing that kind of pre-flight kind of scan of the crowd of thinking, man, I want that. Not you, not you, not you, not you, definitely not you, maybe you, of the people that you hope you don't have to interact with or be within too close proximity. But when things really get real is when you start looking around and think, well, those are your pajamas, those are your pajamas. And you think, I'm not sure what that is. I think you might be wearing swim trunks. And that's when things get just, that's the line right there. I don't know why you think wearing something that is close to like swim trunks is a good idea, especially when it's kind of cold out. Just don't want any part of that. And that's where the whole travel, minimum travel attire, that's me, we're just done. I just, you, you just hope that it's not gonna happen. What's your threshold for minimum travel attire? Uh, I, I personally like to, to be able to uh, get through a, a, at least a half day's worth of travel in a full kind of you know professional dress situation. You gotta build up the endurance, I think. Because you know, sometimes you don't have time to, to change, check in, check out, whatever. You just got to be ready to go. You got to walk off the plane. You got to get to where you're going. You got to get, get in there. You got to be ready. You got to be presentable. And I just think you have to be able to travel with you know style. That's it. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> what is your what's your kind of take on it? Joyatagestination.com. Uh, do you go like the full pajama pants situation? Because I don't think that's a good look really at any stage in life. I mean, maybe Walmart at like 2:30 in the morning for whatever reason. But I'm just, I'm just saying, I don't know. Speaking of looking good all the time with your agency, yeah, why not? Let's talk about Agency Nation Insiders real quick. Head on over to agencynation.com slash training. Check out all of the um, informative kind of, we're calling them sprints, trainings to help you and your agency always look good when it comes to uh, traveling the web I, this is a terrible promotion you know what i'm saying head over there agencynation.com slash training and uh check it out yeah 